Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freckled Foodie and Friends, a podcast focused on making healthy living approachable, hosted by yours truly, Cameron Rogers. Hello, people. I'm here at Samsung 837 on a weeknight. It's like a night recording, which I never do. And my guests are giggling and freaking out. (laughs) You two need to get your shit together. I'm here with my two best friends from childhood. Well, you guys are like two of my best friends anyway, but I just feel like I have to put it in the childhood so people have context. Amy Strauss, who I asked if I could call her Amy Cozen. Hello. Lizzie Fisher. Hi. Elizabeth. (laughs) Lizzie's very nervous, but we're going to get through this. Um, Okay, so I wanted to have you guys on, as you know, but I want to tell everyone else listening. Um, Because, A, I find a lot of people ask me questions about friendships and, like, how to maintain friendships and how to foster relationships and how to make new friends. And it's just a very big topic, I think, in our age demographic of, like, mid-20s, early 30s. Mid-20s. Late, well, no, I'm <laughs> pushing 30. I'm not saying us, but like people listening. Yes, yeah, you can talk. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think it's a very popular topic and I get a lot of questions on it. I also think that I enjoy sharing like parts of my life that aren't fully freckled foodie on here. So who better to share my deepest, darkest, darkest secrets with than you two? We're going to expose you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, if anyone's nervous, it should be me. (laughs) Amy, I had breakfast with Amy today, and she's like, well, like, how much am I allowed to say? Like, where's the line? I'm like, you can say whatever you want. Uh Dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) I'm about to get roasted. Okay, so to open up, am I going to Amy first, Lizzie? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll piggyback for the audience Lizzie is very nervous I really wish I'd given her a shot um okay aim how would you define success I knew you were gonna ask this oh did you because I'm an avid freckled foodie follower oh thank you I think for me I'm still working on my definition of success I think it's consistently evolving and changing and a really hard question and something I've wondered myself at different stages of my life, different stages of my career. I think for me, feeling like I'm building something or having an impact on people or society Mm -hmm. or uh, am I a product or I'm moving something forward, having an impact and, and doing something that is tangible is really important to me and makes me feel a level of success. And then I think there's also an element to overall happiness in Mm -hmm. it and feeling really fulfilled from whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, And I think everyone's definition of success is really different and probably evolves over time. I think to me, it's feel it's, it's probably most tightly correlated to that feeling of fulfillment and, and having a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's the common thread, I think, that has kept me feeling happy. Yeah, the girl of many jobs. Yes, I've had <laughs> multiple jobs. This isn't about me. No, I agree. And I do, I totally. <laughs> but I think it's also having an impact more than professionally. It's like on people. also on people, on your, on, your, on, on your friends, on your family, on your significant other, like really feeling like you're making a difference and people are relying on you, coming to you, mm-hmm. that sense. So I think it, it extends beyond your professional self. And I also think you of many friendships 
could also measure that success. No, but I mean that seriously. With your definition, it shows in the way you handle friendships because you want to always be there for people. You want to be involved in everyone's life. And it's no surprise that that ties into your definition of success because that's where you thrive. Your hobby is making friends. I think a huge part of success for me is feeling a level of connection to the work I'm doing, the people I'm with. Like, I very much think success to me is tied to this, like, this element of of being a connector, connecting to things, mm-hmm. connecting to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Snaps for Amy. Elizabeth? Um, this question was very hard for me, as <laughs> I told you. But I kind of think it was so hard for me because I was trying to think of it in, like, a deeper level of, like, what success means to me. It doesn't me. have to be. Right. No. Yeah. And, and I think it's, like, very literal for me that, like, I think success is accomplishing a goal. Mm-hmm. And whether that be a small goal of like, you know, I want to work out in the morning at 6 a.m. and like get out of bed and like, so OK, smart. you know, yeah, <laughs> um, or like I really want this job that I've been going after or something like mm-hmm. that. That is how I define success. And I feel like a lot of people on your podcasts have kind of said, you know, like growing up, like you define success, like, you know, having a lot of money and like having yeah. a really high powered job and. I still think that's being successful, Mm -hmm. um, at least in one aspect of your life. Um, You know, like making a lot of money or um, having a high-powered job is like, okay, I would say that person is successful. If I describe one of my friends that has something like that, I would say that's successful. But also like having a really good relationship with Mm -hmm. your significant other or with your friends, I also think that's something that can be defined as successful as well. That's honestly why I like the question because I feel like there's so many different definitions and no definition is right. Right. But I just think that there's so many different things that tie into success in general. Yeah. So I want to give a little context on our relationship, I guess, before I did have people submit questions so we can look at some of those. Joy. So Lizzie. She's back with that weird phone. Amy, it's <laughs> Samsung, you fucking bitch. Okay. <laughs> anyway. She's not convinced. Um, It's the best phone ever. Is it an Android? No, it's a, it's Samsung. a Samsung. Literally the building we're in. Why I have this phone. Okay. Besides that, I'm trying to think of, oh, well, we all went to elementary school together. Yeah. We can start there. Johnson Park. Johnson Park. <laughs> shout out where the best people come from. Not only did the three of us go there, but Joe, my husband, also went there. Um, Lizzie and I were best friends from a very young age when you came, what, second grade? Second grade. Miss Bustillo's class. No, I wasn't in your class. But you came to the movies with us that one time. Yeah, because you won it in an auction. I know. <laughs> I, I wonder what Mrs. Bustillo is like now. Sounds like a high-profile auction. Going to the movies. <laughs> yeah. It was like with your teacher. going to the movies like a, with your was, teacher. Yeah. We went and saw that. Dinosaur movie. I vividly remember it. I remember we took a pictures photo. outside Same. in front of a punch buggy. Yeah. Because Same. they were new and very <laughs> cool. So Liz and I have been very close since second grade. And Amy was also at we Johnson Park. We played soccer Park. together. Oh, yeah. We played soccer together. Saturday soccer. Shout out Lizzie was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amy was also at Johnson Park. Amy and I did not get along. Amy, you can enter your two cents. She was mean. <laughs> I didn't love Amy's cool. other friend. She was cool. But no. Amy and I were friends. 
Yeah. But not really when I was there. No, we were friends. We because we were in the Secret same third. Friends. We were in the Secret same friends. third grade class, and you didn't like that we were friends because me and Alana were friends with Amy and another person, and um, <laughs> that Cammy didn't like. And that Cammy didn't like, and you and Addie were the double team. Yeah, that, like didn't like. I that think we were what it was. So funny I, I don't a, remember that had at a, all. We had a friendship bracelet yeah. club it was but like, called how ABIL. did i not know this i remember it vividly that friendship bracelet yeah because we kept it from you <laughs> but well, but we were in the same class <laughs> and you were in a different class so you didn't know okay and like i feel like it might have been different for like us that would have been more um like meaningful that like we weren't allowed to have this friendship when you might have not cared as yeah. much because you didn't even realize what was happening. So, I should take it back. You were not mean. The you way I would just well, the way say. I would describe it is still actually true about you. Yes, it's just cha- it's just evolved. Is you were an amazing like if you were in your world, mm-hmm. it was like you would lay in traffic for them. You were like yeah. the best friend in the entire world. So fun to be around. But if you weren't friends with you. You weren't interested. Yeah. And that's still how I am. <laughs> no, but I would give you more credit. Yeah. Now. Like I'm, you're not, no, you're I more agree. interested and more curious yes. in other yeah. people, but you still have that same loyalty quality where, like, I think you get it from your mom. Like, 100%. If you're in, she's the most like, loyal person in the world. I could loyal call you and generous. In, yeah. I could call you for anything and you'd be there. Yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Shout out to Cindy. But I also <laughs> think that I, I definitely have evolved in the sense of how I handled people that weren't in the inner circle. I think that's fair to say. But I also think that because I surround myself with so many amazing people, it's a hard inner circle to crack because my one of my anxieties and something that keeps me up at night is that I can't provide enough for the people I love. And there isn't enough time mm. in the world with between even trying to do work and trying to maintain a relationship with my husband and trying to be there for my family I have so many people that I want to give to outside of that. And it really makes me very anxious that I I feel like I'm letting any of those people down Mm. because I think I love them so hard. It's like what my dad said. Like I love very hard. And I think because I love them so hard and I'm such a people pleaser, I like beat myself up where I'm like, oh my God, I I feel so badly. I can't do X, Y, Z. Like I just, I feel like I haven't seen this person enough. I feel like I haven't given them enough time. I haven't called them. And they're probably not overthinking it like that. But for me, it makes me stressed because I love them so much. And so that's why I think it's I'm hard to crack because I honestly don't have more to fucking give. I would say two things that are interesting. I think one, that's something I actually admire about you because Mm -hmm. as a people pleaser who has a lot of friends (laughs) and that you too can speak to that, but I know your audience doesn't care about that probably. (laughs) No, but Amy just like, you could become friends with like the person working at Starbucks and they'd be invited to your wedding. We are friends. They know my order. Exactly. But I I really <laughs> respect that you draw that line and that for the people that are in, they're all in. And then the people that are out, you're not mean to, you're not cold, but you don't have to give the same level to everyone. And yeah. I think there's something to be said for that. And I also think another thing where I've seen you change and I'm curious Lizzie's perspective is also coming into this role. Totally. Where you're not yeah. at JP Morgan in a corporate setting where you broke in and then you were able to succeed and yeah. do really well. Like you have to put yourself outside of your comfort zone a lot here mm-hmm. and go to social events and meet new friends. And I think that's probably 
Like that's where I've seen like such a big evolution in your ability to like connect to all different types of people. Yeah. I, I kind of thought that though it started like when you were at JP Morgan. Cause I remember you would talk about like client dinners or like client events that you would go to. Yeah. And like, I, I remember like maybe like a conversation that we had and you were just like talking about like talking to all these like guys and older men and you were mm-hmm. so young, like fresh out of college. And I was just like, wow, like I can't believe like, not just you, but like you and anyone else that young, like having the confidence to like go out and do that. So I do think that it started then. I guess I never thought about that. Um, but yeah, I don't, I like can't think of like the specific instance, but I remember thinking about that when I was hearing about mm-hmm. you, like having all these like client things that you were doing and it's totally evolved now. Like I'm so impressed when I like see you like going all to these events by yourself <laughs> and like hosting all these things yeah. and like you love meeting people and like even Molly, she's going to love a shout out, but like she <laughs> said, like when you were in Chicago, you were just like so like like thriving. That was like the environment that you thrive in. in the it's event. so interesting because Molly came to the Chicago event and Carly came to the DC event and those are two friends. Of yeah. Lizzie two, and I. Lizzie's friend, Molly, who lives in Chicago. And then Carly's Amy's friend who I'm friends with, but through you guys. And I actually had a conversation with Carly after we went to get Jenny's ice cream, obviously. <laughs> and she, she made a really good point. And she was like, Cam, it's so funny to see you like this because Carly knew me in my high school days where, I mean, my, I struggled to call myself a bitch because I think it was, <laughs> misinterpreted a lot of it, but I definitely was titled a bitch. Am I safe to say that? Yes. yes. Okay. So <laughs> Lizzie doesn't even miss No, me. but no, I, I don't also, care. I also think that like something on a positive note of those days is like, you were not fake. No. Like, and you that's, were not a, I literally you talked about your, this with my therapist today. Yeah. You were like, your say what you will and like whatever, something's that were done or whatever. Right. Said. I, I wish I could you take back were, a few things. Right. But you were like your truest self and not fake. Like You're I very would authentic. have never, ever thought anything you were doing was like disingenuous. And something that actually bothered me a lot in high school and I feel way less now is, and I, I really thought about this and I talked about it with my therapist is why was I considered that in high school and college and why now And I think a lot of things have changed, but you know, some of my real world friends like Emily, Julia, Ashley, and Lo, when I tell them that I was a little crazy and maybe considered a bitch, they're like, what? I just, I can't see that. I don't understand. And I think the reason is in high school and college, you're forced to be in these close scenarios with people that you're not choosing to spend time with. Yeah. And in real world, you choose the people you spend time with outside and that's the end of it. But you're forced in these social situations where people might choose to not like someone, but then pretend like they like them. And you're kind of stuck with yeah, yeah. The cards and you're stuck. And for me, I we went got, to a small school too. Right. I got so upset by the people who were talking shit about someone and then being nice to their face. Cause in yeah. my opinion, that's more mean mm-hmm. yeah. than just being like, eh, hey, it is what it is. Like we don't need to be best friends and just speaking my mind. And I think that's everyone's decision to choose how they want to handle the situation. But that's how I was. But I had a point and now I lost it. Before you were talking, I was saying. You were talking about. That you were pegged as a bitch. Yeah. yeah. That you, but you're hesitant on saying that word. Oh, right. Uh, no. My therapist and I were talking about this, but now. Well, uh, I was. Oh, the events. Okay. Carly. Yes. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Okay. So Carly was like, it's so funny because when I knew you, like that's. 
I, I don't doubt that Carly likes me, but that's what she's kind of envisioned me as because we when we were younger. Yeah. She's like, it's so interesting to watch you go around this room of complete strangers yeah. and have all these conversations with people. And I'm thinking in my head, like, I know Cammy's not a fake person, so how is she doing this? And I said, it's very different because all of these people that I'm meeting are part of this freckle foodie community. And I feel such insane loyalty to them. The feeling I feel towards all of my best friends of like, I would do anything for them. I weirdly feel it for these strangers because they've allowed me to do what I'm doing right now. Without any of them, I would just be a girl sitting on my couch making recipes and not making any money and not having anyone to share anything with. And because of that, I feel an immense amount of loyalty to respond to every DM, get into very intricate details of their life over Instagram messaging, like meet them, host events, do all this work to create a community. And I therefore want to know everything about them. And I thrive on those events because I'm like, tell me everything about you. Who are you? I want to learn who you are. I want to meet you. I just want to know it all. I think that's really interesting because I think the same thing you were saying about your anxiety with like not feeling as if you sometimes have enough to give to the ones you love. Sometimes you can tell me if I'm off base here, but sometimes that's similar to what you feel about this job. 110%. Like I remember us, the three of us at a weekend in uh, Bayhead this past summer at your beach house talking about, I was blown away that you respond to every DM. Yeah. And I think you take that same level of loyalty that you do with your friends, with your community, which is so amazing, which is, I think, why they feel close to you, but also incredibly exhausting, probably, to so some exa- It's really exhausting, and I'll never complain about it, but it's really exhausting. And it's, I, I think what I struggle with the most is it's very emotional, a lot of the DMs I get, and mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I take on their emotions, and it's hard for me to draw the line of, like, I want to be here for them, I want to respond, but I can't take on their problems because I don't even necessarily know these people. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Um, so anyway, back to how we're all friends, (laughs) Amy, then trans. So I went to private school for middle school and I'm somehow being called a bitch, but I was actually thrown soccer balls at by Miss Elizabeth Fisher when I told her I was going to PDS and leaving our soccer team to play for PDA. See, the traumatic experience is something that the person that I know you don't remember it, but I remember it. They opened up a bag of soccer balls and chucked them at me. And so I switched schools. Lizzie went to a different. That's not why you switched schools. No, my God, no, no, no. Oh. No, you, no. PBS when I told started them. in fifth grade, yeah, so yeah. you left right. in fourth grade, right? And I stayed at Johnson Park. Me and Amy stayed at Johnson Park for fifth grade, right? Where we were allowed to be friends and freedom. <laughs> Shut it. And then Lizzie went to a different middle school, and Amy came to PDS a year later. And I vividly remember being in Drew King's hot tub talking with him and saying like, oh, I think that girl Amy's dress is coming to PDS. And he said, she's actually really cool. You should give her a try, a chance. True. And so I said, okay. And when you came, we became friends immediately. Yeah. And then Lizzie But I was over. terrified about going to PDS because of Cammie. Were you actually? I I'm remember sorry. it vividly. Like, not because of you, but I was like, oh, I'm going to the school. What will these people be like? And then it was like the one person I knew there. I was nervous. And you're yeah. an anxious little kid. Yeah. And then Lizzie came in ninth grade. And then the three but of we, us. And, but, and we had still, like, well, we didn't yeah, play soccer I, anymore. We were still friends. And, like, we all knew each other. It's like, a small in this town. town. Like, yeah. mutual friends. Like, everything like that. And so all throughout the four years of high school, through drama of everything, the three of us never yeah. really broke up. No. No. There was, no then, re- there was really, like, in hindsight... 
Never drama between the three of us. Never. A lot of drama around. Around. Yes. A lot of drama around uh, us. But you know what I was thinking too? I was like thinking like of what questions people could possibly ask and maybe I'm jumping to one, but like we've never like gotten into a fight. Like I've never- Someone even, asked about that. I've never like individually or the three of us like gotten into a fight. Like, the three of and, us have never gotten into like, a fight. Like not even like an argument that would be like- uh, you know, someone would have to apologize to each other. That's very right? true. Very good but point. we have a very interesting dynamic. So then we all went to separate colleges. I went to Lafayette. Lizzie went to Syracuse. She was in the shitty ass sorority. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Not Kappa. Tassel. And Amy went to Tuff. Um, <laughs> what'd she say? Pen. Oh. <laughs> I Amy. didn't get in. They made the joke at my rehearsal dinner. Um, that was funny, Lizzie. But the three of us have a very interesting dichotomy. And I talk about this with other friends and people and my therapist of like, I feel like I could truly say anything to you guys and there would never be any inkling of judgment or I don't know how they're going to react. And there's also the level of friendship where I truly feel like you guys are my sisters, where I can say you're really annoying me when you do this. Mm -hmm. You have to stop. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so then I don't think anything festers. It's honestly why I say Joe yeah. and I don't get into these apocalyptic fights because I tell him every second and he tells me every second if something's bothering us yeah. in that instant. It's not like I'm holding it back and then there's this straw that breaks the camel's back. That's We're very true. Very, very open. Like, shut very up. Honest. Stop yeah, freaking we do out. Know like, each other like siblings. Yeah. Amy, and do I you think, think you're running for president? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I agree. I really think that's why. I also think, um, I was thinking about this a little bit. We're all very different. Very. So I was Which is about that too. really interesting. Like very different, have taken very different paths, but like have different things that make us tick, have different things that annoy us, different anxieties. Mm -hmm. But I think we are really respectful of our differences and very aware of them and almost like appreciate and enjoy them. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> and people did ask, I got a lot of questions of like, how do you manage fights with okay. your close friends? And I think instead of managing the fights, it's trying to just not even to get into them yeah. by approaching situations before it turns into something. Because obviously you don't want to be friends with someone who's doing something awful and leads to a fight. Like, right. you know, sleeping with your boyfriend or like talking yeah. shit about you openly. That's different. I'm saying like the people you love and give you love back. And if obviously things that each other, we do to each other bother each other. Yeah. Like, but we say it out loud. I think in that moment, I think there's never fights because if, if we were in that situation, like I, there's, there's no games. Like there's no all games. Just friends. And it's like, and I there's never, no jealousy. Yeah, I would never, I would just call one of you and be like, did this bother you? Yeah. Or I never would feel as if one of you wasn't shooting straight with right. me. Right. I agree. Or was saying one right. thing to me, but really meaning another. There's no manipulation or passive aggressiveness, which I think is really interesting because to your original point of real life friends versus mm -hmm. people you're surrounded by, I think as you grow up, friendships evolve. And sometimes you see from prior stages of life, like, wow, we became friends when we were eight. Like now we're almost 30 and we really mm -hmm. don't have a lot in common and yeah. we're really diverging. And I think it's really interesting that we've all, we've stayed so close. I agree. We met when we were so young yeah. and we're all very different people than when we met. And we lead like three very different lives. Very like we different. have our own friends. We yeah. have our own like everything. And we don't, it's not like we see each other all the time. Like we see each other like a good yeah. amount, but like we're not hanging out with each other every single weekend. No. And I almost think that's like healthier and like we're, we, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And I think it's very nice that we have our own groups, but I do think it's really, and I want to get on this because someone asked, I do think it's very incredible that no matter how much our personalities differ and interests differ and how much we've grown individually to maintain as close as we have is really incredible. And so something I was kind of thinking about is, yes, we're always speaking our mind and we're having the hard conversations and it hasn't you know, I think we've definitely gone through spurts. I don't think we were as close in college. Do you guys agree? We were close, but we were both, we were also busy with our own college lives. Well, yeah, I was going to say that. Like, like we, we visited, you guys visited me. We visited you because you were like close. Exactly. But we a, never visited, like, yeah. no one visited We never visited went to Syracuse us, or Tufts. But. We spoke on the phone. Yeah, we, we we spoke on the phone a lot. Every time we I would think come it's harder home, to remember. It just ebbed and Be- flowed. I, think. I just right. feel like at that point you're so into college and you're so right. into your college friends. We would obviously spend time every time we came home for breaks, right. but we weren't like how we are now. Right, 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 right. Yes, so I think we are so obsessed with college, exactly, which and, I get. Yeah, but I think, but, but we do, also maintained a relationship. Like we'd yes. talk on the phone, we'd talk on text, we'd. I don't even know. Did we have a was group chat like a, like no, something? It wasn't. Yeah. No, we didn't have blackberries in college. Yeah, yeah we did. Like yeah, when we I did. went abroad, I visited uh, Lizzie. Like I. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, my for my birthday in yeah. Paris. I also we get it. I couldn't go abroad. <laughs> I also <laughs> Lizzie and I were not athletes. <laughs> I also feel like we were there for like big moments throughout college. Like if someone was struggling right. with something, yes. or there was like I always felt even if the day to day was less, right consistent than we are today as adults there was always like the big you guys stuff. were our, yes. yes like you guys so were the rocks at home what do you think kept us cl- so I guess we can talk about how we differ a little bit to give context and I'm curious what you guys would say how we differ I know I was just thinking that as we sit here and say we're so different I mean like we differ so much oh. like okay Lizzie, well, clearly Lizzie differs a lot in like I if differ- you think about how like your ideal night like Lizzie can go out until six in the morning yes. and Amy and I no, want to call, no, no, no. Amy wants to pull the night at nine. <laughs> that I, is false. No, it's not. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pulling the ripcord at like 11, 12 and yeah. Lizzie's not sleeping. Should we also bring up like our um, birth order that has to do with our <laughs> personalities? Do you think it does? Yes. Lizzie always hundred percent. I think Cammy and I are both Oh, you mean yeah, with, but not I, with each I, other? Yeah. Not, okay. Sorry, not with each other. I meant- I'm older than you guys. I know, but you're you're such a I'm baby. Way more mature. You're no, a youngest totally. child. Totally. Yes, that's what I mean. Like I think I'm like very youngest child. I think you guys are very like middle child. Middle percent. Favorite child. Sorry yeah. To all the siblings listening. Yeah. My um, siblings are gonna fight you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Lizzie is without a doubt the youngest child, even in our friendship. Like, yes. You're the one that I love you so much, but you need to be baby. You need to be reassured. You need to be like. Like coddled. Okay, but at the same time, (laughs) I hate that you said that. I mean, it's not that it's not true, but at the same time, I was going to say for one of your questions that you ask, like, I think I'm like extremely independent. You are. Like, I agree with that. And I think that was. Okay, so is that your favorite characteristic? That was like my favorite characteristic about myself that I'm like completely like self sufficient. Like, I. Do you listen to I don't think I mean like I love my friends I like depend on like friendships and relationships but like I really don't depend on like anything or anyone mm-hmm. I agree you're very independent and like I do everything like myself like I figure things out myself like I don't ask for like a lot of help 
but I do. Yes, I agree. I need a lot of re- reassurance, <laughs> reassurance and love I need, yes, and like words of affirmation. Yes, over and over again. So yes, we differ in, in those ways. Yes, I also and you think- guys are less of that. Very less. How, much do you, less. how would you say we're classic middle children? Doesn't that mean we're like attention hungry? I mean, yeah, I'm attention hungry. I'm Look at what I do for my life. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> you're attention hungry. I think hungry. you're, a, but you again, like to you act like you don't like being the center of attention. Look at your wedding. Oh my God. I don't want to be the center of attention. You love being yeah. the center of attention. Yeah. Your birthday oh, party is like, yes. are you kidding me? You Amy even, used to throw invite like a hundred people to a birthday party. Every like year for her birthday. Huge parties. That's fine. But you also like being the center of attention. Shoot me. Okay, wait, but also what's your favorite characteristic about yourself? Because Lizzie just took that right out from under me. I had to defend myself. <laughs> I would say similar to the connector thing, being able to connect with it, like yes. most types yeah. of people. Definitely. I rarely feel I'm and at on a lo- such a deep level. Yeah, I feel I feel like very I'm, deep. I really enjoy that and I feel like that's something that I is I'm proud of like every person at your bachelorette who said that they like literally feel like your best friend you're their best friend I have a lot of friends yeah Yeah, you do Um, but there's a difference also between having a lot of friends and having a lot of really really close friends and I feel like you make everyone feel like you treat them like they're your best friend and they're really special and like important yeah I think something that I really like is different friends serve different purposes in your life and it would be hard for me if I had a lot of friends and every friend felt like, oh, I'm just a number. I don't feel close to her. She doesn't listen to me. She doesn't mm-hmm. know about my life. So I, I work really hard to feel, make sure everyone feels connected very to everyone. connected. So someone asked, so it's clear that whatever, we differ in many ways. We don't have to dive into that. I, I, w- I was also going to say yes. like high school, like stereotype. Remember when we used to say like in high school, like, yes, um, like it, if we lived together, what would our roles be? Do you remember mm-hmm. this? Yes. What and was I? Uh, it, like the president? Are you yeah, kidding? Yeah. You were like, you were like the academic and like you like like 20 put colleges, shit, put everything together. Like Cammy was like the athlete, like whatever. And I was like the partier. <laughs> <laughs> Literally never forget Lizzie and Joe throwing up together yeah. in high school. Like every time we went out. Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> and Liz, Amy had to drive them home from school the next day. Um, and I, Fast forward to our wedding when Lizzie <laughs> didn't go to bed the entire weekend. She was a bridesmaid with Pedialyte, but she did meet her boyfriend, who is Joe's college roommate, and it makes me so happy. But on that note, people asked me also, how have your relationships with your spouses impacted your friendships with each other? Which I thought was very interesting because good question. I think- I don't have a spouse. Lizzie, a boyfriend, a boyfriend counts as a spouse. I think as- I almost feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we felt this deeper connection relationship once wedding shit started. I don't know if it was just me that felt that with my certain friends, but around when I got engaged, I felt like there was this new untapped level of love I felt for Joe and also yeah. this relationship that was untapped with certain friends and specifically you two because watching you guys at the rehearsal dinner give that speech, like 
Maybe because you've known. Thank God we did. Lizzie, Lizzie didn't think it would be appropriate if we gave a speech. Ooh, it was open mic, know. and to Lizzie needing affirmation about everything, yes, yes, the everything. amount of anxiety she yes, had yes. about should we give a speech, should we not give a speech. I, I was like, there is no guys. way there's going to be an open mic, but and we are not prepared. She, you didn't specifically say you guys I give a speech. I only told the bridesmaids it was okay. open mic. It's not like I told the world. Anyway, really? Yeah, I didn't want. Like I don't think I do that. To freaking obviously, I just thousand person coming up. Us. But what I'm saying is, even that night, and maybe it's because you guys have known Joe, known Joe for so long. Amy actually was friends with Joe before I was, but I don't know. I just felt this level of so much deep connection. And then mm. at Amy's yeah. wedding, I, I can't even explain the amount of love I felt over you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, this yeah. Obsession. Totally. And maybe it's because I feel that way. I don't know. Well, I also think because it's just like such a happy moment and it's such a big or not even moment. It was like a whole it's a whole yeah. like year long if that thing. But it's like huge and it's so positive and happy mm-hmm. that like you want to share, you like realize like who you want to share that with. And like, you also see like true, like true colors of people and how they deal with it. And I know you've touched on that before, but, um, you know, and you're like, okay, like I really appreciate these people who are like genuinely happy for me or like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think it's this level of it's, you know, you go through the motions of life together and then it's like the first place that people deviate. Like different people get married at different times. Some people don't, whatever. And it's, it's, you know, watching someone who you, I think it's for us known since like, like Lizzie and I kept turning to each other at Cammie's wedding and being like, she looks like a A little little kid. Like (laughs) you've known this person since they were eight years old Mm -hmm. and now you're watching them choose to spend their life with someone. It's so, someone you've also known since you were eight years old. It's just really powerful and it just feels really good. I also think like the whole thing like made us closer with Joe probably too. Yeah, and what I was going to say is I think this question is more targeted towards like, what if you don't like the other person's spouse, which we aren't in that scenario. But I think for me, the way that my relationship with my spouse has impacted our friendship, on the flip end, I felt such a deeper love for Joe seeing how close he is with you two. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that he works out with Lizzie without me makes me so happy. And like everyone has, (laughs) (laughs) like everyone has their own relationship with each. And the, you know, I feel a closeness to Jeremy, which I'm sure you appreciate and Lizzie does too. And of course I love Garrett to death. I just feel. He's going to love that shout out. That (laughs) it makes in our scenario, I think it deepens our relationship because we've surrounded ourselves with wonderful men. I think it also feels good. Like I've had men in the past who you guys liked. Yeah. And yeah. Close but to. I wasn't like right. hanging out with right. one Yeah. One. And it was very much like, oh, he's Amy's boyfriend. And I exactly. think watching you guys have like a personal relationship with the person I've chosen to spend my life with and also understand him, like him, yeah. want to be around him. Yes. Makes it feel more special. Yeah. Well, it's, like, different because we've known Joe for so long. So, like, I can't be, like, oh, like, yeah, like, that's the one for you because I just feel like that's, can't like. can't, like, envision a world where he yeah, was. Yeah, like, that was true. just so, but with like, Amy, it was automatic. So clear. Yeah, but with Amy, it was just, like, oh, my God, like, this is the guy for you. Like, I so see you, like, complimenting each other and, like. Just like it was, it was just like automatic. You say like, like a lot. Sorry, we we <laughs> is that a but younger child thing? <laughs> no, but I agree. We just yeah, it was so obvious with Amy. 
Right. With me, I think it's less because right. he's just always been around. And I, wanna- I think it's really nice. Sorry to your last, yeah. just lastly, we like to, to do stuff, all of us. Like we're going to totally. go to Cammy's Beach House and Garrett's right. going to fly in. And, yeah. And it's, it's yeah. fun. Like yeah. it's fun to be with. Everyone gets along. We're very lucky in that mm-hmm. sense. But I also, to go back to the point of being honest, I I don't think one of us would be in a situation where we were dating someone, someone who. Yeah. Because we would say it. Yeah. I mean, I, one of us might choose to proceed anyways, but there would never be a world in which I think we had really, really, really strong negative reactions that someone was making right. a bad choice and we didn't air it. I totally agree. Right. Another question that. But what about in high school? We told you. <laughs> Oh, you Lizzie, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Lizzie did not make We made it very choice. clear that you were making the wrong choice. You knew our opinions the entire yeah, step we were of the journey. Ne- never quiet about that, ever. Um, oh my God, I can't even believe you would ask uh, that question. Okay, so another person asked, how do you maintain such close friendships when you're not in the same place? So I think we're very fortunate for us to all be in the same city. However, yeah. Amy did a stint a year and a half in San Fran. So we can touch on that. I think it's really making a priority for each other. You know, yep. we would set up as lame as it sounds conference calls to, and we would have an itinerary because there's so much we want to catch up on. We text all day, but there are things that we really want to get into. And so we would honestly set up an itinerary. We'd all create a list of things we had to cover. And then, but it's real. I mean, you really have to make the time. I think that's also what like helped foster the friendship from the weddings with like a- an extension of like. I agree. It's okay. <laughs> I'm she's just mad that she's like. saying like. Oh, I do too. Um, because we saw each other because for things? we saw each other for a lot and then we had so much to talk about that was yes. super exciting. So many itinerary conference calls after weddings. Right. And like. I agree. Just, you can say yeah. like. <laughs> I know my dad is always like, if you talk less fast, you won't say like. Lizzie, that's, you're that's fine. Like, I'm sorry yeah. to get in your head. That's a good idea. <laughs> I do that in text too. And I like start to like delete them now after I like reread it. Cause I'm just like, this sounds not intelligent. Okay. Yeah. All right. But Amy being the one that moved to San Francisco, were there things that you felt we did that helped foster that relationship or things that you did that you felt? Cause I mean, I feel like you were never actually in San Francisco for being honest. I know. I actually feel that way too. Yeah. Well, or like someone you were there for like it. two months. <laughs> yeah. I did come back to New York a lot. I think there were a few things. I think you guys, similarly to the same thing with the weddings, always were above and beyond about inquiring and trying to understand my new life there. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of people were like, when are you coming back? Like, And it was more when I came back here, we just reverted into our old friendships. You guys really tried to understand like, what was my job like? What was my commute right. like? What was my apartment? How did I find that? Did I like my roommate? All of these things. You both you both also visited, which yep. I think yeah. made a big difference um, separately, which was also fun. But um, yeah, we didn't plan that well. And we tried. Though. I know. Yeah. And I think also us making a really concerted effort when I came home, even if it was just like completely casual, cami cooking or or meeting somewhere for an hour to yeah. always try to get together. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And I think it helped it was the year Cammy was engaged because we did have a lot of events. That's true. Yes, that's, that's very, very true. Because we had my bachelorette. Yes, yeah. I totally agree. Um, and then what about, we haven't experienced this, but how to make or how to stop making the effort when it becomes one-sided. Because I think something that I really relish, mm. is that the right word? 
like appreciate relish Mm -hmm. in our relationship as a three and individually one-on-one is that it never feels one-sided. And I unfortunately have been in relationships that feel very one-sided and I've had to kind of pull back. Um, And I think it's a really interesting topic to discuss because a, we can talk about why do we not feel like ours are one-sided and then how do you handle a relationship that is? So I personally feel that you guys both give totally equal amounts. I don't think there's anyone I feel like I give more to and don't get back in this room. I honestly feel sometimes I give less and it stresses me out. I think, yeah, I think both of you, I know, I think both of you like totally like I would never feel one-sided at all. But about you, I, one of the things that I was thinking about you, I was like, you are so, I mean, one of the things in high school was that you were also known for being like exclusive. Yeah. Um, And kind of with your like tight circle, like I think you're super inclusive. And that's Thank something you. that I like really value. Like you invite me to so many different things with like, you know, dinners with your other friends that are from college mm-hmm. or, um, you know, we're going to Florida with you your two friends. Your from, you I merge your world. You merge your And you're always, like, I just always feel like you are, I almost feel like you, like, do, like, 200% effort and I do, like, not. We talked about that a lot at your wedding. Like, it felt, like, amazing because we also were, like, not married. We were with your whole family who we also knew, which is oh, really okay. unique. Yeah, yes, that too. Very like, unique. You just... Beyond your experience. You include us with like all your friends, no matter who, like you include us with your whole family. Like, I just feel your effort is like a lot. Wow, thank you. And I I really appreciate it. I'm like a a random time you'll invite me to do something with other people that I might necessarily be close with, even though I've become become, close with a lot of your friends and family. But I think the exclusivity, and I agree, I think I was definitely labeled exclusive. But I think that goes back to what we were saying where the people I didn't invite to things is because I didn't want to spend time with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I still believe that now in today's world that we shouldn't have to spend all this time with people that – and I've, you know, gone different ways with many relationships. And some of them, it's not even to say I don't like those people. It's just that I'm closer with other people. Right. And at some point, there's a cap on reality. Yeah. And I think I really get anxious about that because I don't want to be – portrayed as a batch or exclusive but it's just I only have for instance so many bedrooms in a parent's house that I'm inviting people to Mm -hmm. there are only so many seats at a table and at some point it's the people I love and connect with the most I also think it's oh go ahead it just it's high school like that is super sensitive to everyone and everyone's so Touchy. I recently You're just felt teenager. that being on the other side of it. And I said to Amy, I've never felt excluded before. Right. And this feels fucking weird. Right. What were you going to say? I was going to say the other thing about why I feel we f- we all feel like there's an even dynamic goes back to that point that I feel like I keep saying. But we're really honest with each other. Like yeah. when we're trying to plan things, the three of us have individual lives, our own priorities, our own, um, you know, obligations and I think if something matters we're like no we're gonna make this work yes. or it's really not a big deal like we mm-hmm. were planning right. that Florida trip and I really wanted to be there but I wasn't sure and there's never an ounce of do they really feel the way that it's very it's clear it's just honest and mm-hmm. when I said to you for my bridal shower 
I said, right, don't exactly. come home for this. That would be such, like, you're already yeah. coming back for so much. And you didn't. And I would have been mad at you if you came. I was thinking of that kind of stuff and like the, the Thursday night of your wedding when I couldn't make exactly. it. Like, with a lot of friends, that kind of stuff causes drama. I agree. And that's where, you know, we just are so honest with each other. And I never worry. Because like, I would say if it yeah, meant something exactly. to me. And I know you'd say it. So I know when you're not saying it. You exactly. also went above and beyond to get to her bachelorette too. Yeah, don't even. So <laughs> you know what I mean? She yes. knows, or we all know right. what we mean. And I also think we have other. the hard conversations. Amy and I lived together yeah. for a year, two oh, years. We haven't even talked about that. I know. So Amy and I lived together for two years. And I would say that no matter how much we love each other, we're much better together, not roommates. I would agree with that. Because we had that hard conversation of, this feels kind of weird. We're not spending a lot of time together. And I think it's because we're both very busy people. Yeah. And then it felt like we were almost how I think some couples feel, two ships passing in the totally. night. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of relationships, you know, what's the word? Not male and female because they could be gay also, but not sex. What is it? Like a sexual relationship? I mean, more than friends. Romantic. A romantic. Thank you. A romantic relationship. They feel that a lot. Yeah. And I feel that we are almost equated to a romantic relationship where we expect more from each other. Yeah. And so we had to really sit down and acknowledge we aren't making time for each other. Totally. Because And I think that's also a product of what Lizzie was saying where like we're so deep in our college lives and we live together right out of school. And like working for the first time, like having friends in the city. It was the first time I was in the same city as Joe. Totally. How we go out, like – how we go to our jobs. Like, I think it was so overwhelming. You both had boyfriends. Yeah. That you we had, had very different hours. Yeah. Yeah. I was up at the crime. Like, we honestly would totally. sometimes not see each other for Right, but I, I totally agree with you. Like, we we had a, not a hard conversation, but like an honest, honest conversation, conversation of like, hey, we're not random roommates, but we don't get to spend time together. Yeah. This feels funny. Yeah. Like, and it's the same conversation I've actually had with my sisters because yeah. we don't make time for each other because we live, I see them all the time. Right. And sometimes we forget, oh, we should actually like plan something. Right. And make time and to be spend intentional time. about it. Yeah. Um, and then I'll look if there are any more questions. But was there any other topics you guys wanted to discuss? Mm. No. Friendship wise. Oh well, what would something you, else you want to talk about? We, but we, <laughs> well, let me tell we, you. We didn't <laughs> say what would you do if someone was giving less than you. I oh, think oh. At in some this point, situation or in life, in, it's different. Well, with the three of us, I would just say. Yeah, with the three of us, I'd I'd honestly, at this point, like check in and see if everything was okay. Yeah, I'd say, are you doing okay? And then say, why aren't you showing up for me? Yeah. This is bullshit. But sometimes in life, I think that goes to what I was saying earlier about like friendships evolving. Sometimes you get to a place where you have to change your expectations or you fall out of friendship with And that's okay. And I think sometimes that's related Mm -hmm. to the partners you choose, your life. Like you just grow up and that's okay. And like, it's not like, oh, you know, we had this huge blow up and it's so negative and awkward. It can just be like, we're just not meant to be as close. There doesn't, this is something I'm really, I think personally experiencing. There doesn't have to be a blow up moment to make a friendship go less close, if that makes sense. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying in opposite directions. You can still deeply care for the person. You can still love them. You can still think they're great and want to be in the same room as them. But at some point, maybe you're just not the best of friends and you're not spending all the same time together, doing all the same things, talking all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly fine. And I do think if someone's giving, for whoever submitted this question or whoever is going through this, if someone out there, you feel 
is you're giving so much more than them. I think what Amy said, checking in and saying, is everything okay? And then eventually maybe assessing whether that relationship is meant all of your time and effort to give all that to. And it's or okay. how much you care. Yeah. Which is another piece of it. Yes. Like, yeah. Are you just doing it because you're, you, feel, you feel like you have to be this person's friend because you were their friend in high school or college or at work? Yeah. And it's okay to, to grow up. Like, it's okay to evolve and to not maintain every single close friendship you've ever had in your life. Is it amazing that the three of us are still best friends? Absolutely. Are there other people that I was very, very close with at the same time or later on that I'm yeah. not nearly as close with? And is that okay? Yes. And friendships all, like, they're different friends for different purposes. Like, not every friendship is going to hit everything. Not every friend needs to be the person you party with till 3 a.m. and and go to with your deepest secrets and laugh hysterically with. Like, you have different friends for different reasons. I agree. They don't all group together. I also think, like, you say certain things to certain friends, like you may talk to like what you're saying, you may talk to one friend about something like always go to about this problem because they could really relate to this or whatever. But I think with you guys, I can like come to for anything. I think that is something that's really unique. It's like we also know all the players, but we're not on. And I think that's something we haven't really touched about. Like if I come to you guys with something that's driving me insane with someone in my life, like there's no context setting. Right. You know them, right? Yes. Always. And right. you've known You're them. You're like for a, a little time. less because you have so many players that I get. No, I'm being honest. <laughs> That's true. I yeah. do get confused yes. sometimes. You know that about That's me. True. Important players, yes. we know them all. Yes. And that was <laughs> also helpful honest. when I got married. No, and I agree. Had my I completely agree. Now you know all the players. No, now, yeah. yes. Now but you know the key we players. are less no, confused. We know the key players. And I do think that matters. And I think finding people, <laughs> but I honestly think when it comes down to it, our relationship has lasted. And continue to flourish because of respect. I think we really respect one another. And I think that I know personally there's nothing I wouldn't do for you. I'm going to cry now. But there's nothing that I wouldn't do for either of you. And I also know (laughs) that you guys would do anything for me. And I think it's out of respect. I'm not like I'm being really serious. Yeah, emotional emotional Cameron is back. (laughs) Yeah, we talked about Cammy's transformation as Cammy to Cameron. Just for uh, the audience. Yeah. You can, <laughs> what, yeah. what did Julie say? Ed? Who knew this bitch Cammy could be so emotional? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who invited this Julie emotional? Julie is my sister who's known Cammy forever too. And at Amy's Bachelorette, I made everyone cry because I played the best game ever. Oh. The only game I wanted to play my Bachelorette and wasn't played. <laughs> we played the me, Amy, Lucy. Yeah, yeah we I know. played with your sister. Because I cried in my Bachelorette. Um, no, but I, I really mean that honestly. I think there's a lot of respect in the friendship and that's what's kept it. I agree. We can end on those tears, <laughs> but I do have to ask, what are the three ways to your heart through food? I've been thinking about this one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can um, we guess each other's? Sure. Is, that's I don't hard. think okay, you're going to- one. You, I, you could totally guess two of mine. Let's guess one of the others. Is one of yours cheesesteaks? No, no, but that's a good one. But no, <laughs> but you could guess two of mine. You could guess it. You could guess one of mine. Now I feel a lot of fucking pressure. I mean, I think we could all have the same one. All of chocolate chip cookies? Yeah. Or just yeah. chocolate chip cookies mine, yeah. in general. That was all the like a big, that. thick a chocolate chip cookie. One, yes. Okay. Like not Tate's. What would be my other one? It's like a meal at a restaurant. Emmy burger? Yes. The burger? The but pizza? I would do, do you want Joe to bring you home? That's where yeah. he is right now. I would do like a like half I would burger, s- a quarter burger, a quarter fried chicken sandwich, and the pizza? Or I, no? I wouldn't do chicken. Okay. I would do the burger and then I would do the colony pizza. Yes. 
Okay, so we got two of Lizzie's. What's the third, Elizabeth? The third would be at Bubby's, the <gasps> breakfast I went plate that week. is like my favorite thing. It's one thick pancake, one yeah. pork sausage, and then you get a side of eggs, and I get two poached eggs, and then I put them all together with maple syrup on it. <laughs> Wait, and like you scramble eat it in like, everything? Like I like yeah, get a I bite of each oh, thing in one. Baby, right now. <laughs> so That's so interesting. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Would cheesesteaks have been close? Cheesesteaks are it's like broad. A I was thinking broad categories. Cheesesteaks are a favorite um, food, but they're not a way to my heart. How do you define a way to your heart? Well, it's up to you. Like, what hits your kids? To spot? me, I'm like, this is like my absolute favorite, and what it gets makes me like my whole body excited. excited. I'm so yeah. so looking forward to it. Okay, Amy's one of yours is the olive structure chip. Yes, beyond, yeah. Or maybe Wegmans. I used to love those. Shout you out to Jeffrey. Loved I loved Wegmans. Your family loved Wegmans. Your family loved Wegmans in general. I never went to Wegmans we, unless wait, I was at your house. Because you lived on the yeah, other side of town. That's that was. I a bet you Joe's family went to Wegmans. Made. I think they did. We were Wegmans neighbors. was the best. I don't think this would be one of yours, but like your Starbucks green tea thing. I was just. I was just going to say, if you can include beverage, it's definitely my green tea from Starbucks. And like, when can we get you using your fucking reusable cup? And I don't think it's sanitary. And they're I'm really embarrassed. Their, I think they're not doing right now. They're not. They're not. Corona, but like it's sanitary. I'm very embarrassed that I'm addicted to like a name brand like that. But I've mentally convinced myself it's the most caffeinated. And I do think it is a way to my heart because if I yeah. find a Starbucks in a remote place, like no, when I'm traveling, 100%. we found one on my honeymoon in New Zealand. Like I do actually feel a sense of like home. Yeah, it's really yeah. Pathetic. No, that counts. And what's your third? Wait, can we guess it? Can you give us hints? And would we, we just guess her too? It's a category. And it'll be very obvious when you hear. And one of there's like an example of it close to my house in Maine. And I've brought it back. Granola. Oh. Like really amazing. I was going to say oatmeal for some reason. Do you like oatmeal? I like oatmeal, but that wouldn't be. Oh my God, the salted oatmeal at Amy's bridal. Oh my God. So (laughs) I need to change it. I would say it would be cookies and ice cream. I'm grouping those together. The green tea. And then- like granola. any type of like really fresh, yummy granola. Yeah, I love and good granola. Shout out to the Good Life in, in Maine. That's my favorite granola ever. But they've soy in it. And purely Elizabeth. Uh, I'm actually not into purely Elizabeth lately. I can say that it's my opinion. They're not sponsoring this podcast. And you give me a brand. Hey, I like. He's like, <gasps> I know. you give Blast me a brand. Oh my goodness, the best. That's yes. yes. But my favorite granola is like we homemade from yeah. from the place you yes. Are. Guys, I love you so much. Love you, love this you. was so fun. Thank you for this joining me really in the fun. studio. And now I'm so fucking hungry. So let's go home and eat dinner. Love Woo-hoo. you. Love you. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I thoroughly hope you enjoyed it. If you could be so kind, I would greatly appreciate a rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. Currently, this one's available on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please subscribe to make sure you're up to date with new episodes coming at you every Friday morning. If once a week isn't enough of me, please follow along on my most active social channel, Instagram. Find me, my unedited videos, recipes, random rants, and info for all my other social channels on there, at Freckled Foodie. 